This is a moment in Jewish history. The holiday of Tu Bishvat takes place this week, and it marks the New Year of the Trees. Israel has been a pioneer in planting trees, and studies show that Israel is one of the only nations in the world that entered the 21st century with more trees than it had 100 years ago. The Jewish Telegraphic Agency reported in 1949 that Tu Bishvat, which it refers to as Hamisha Asar Bishvat, was the first Arbor Day to be celebrated since the proclamation of Israeli statehood when the Israeli Constitute Assembly was scheduled to open. It was proclaimed as a Forestation Day. Members of the Israeli army, in cooperation with the Jewish National Fund, dedicated four new forests in memory of the Israeli troops who lost their lives in the recent fighting. An article from 1981 stated that the New York State Legislature marked Tubishvat, the Jewish New Year of the Trees, at a festive gathering attended by some 40 members of the Assembly and Senate, both Jewish and non-Jewish, and more than 100 guests from the local community. Assemblyman Sheldon Silver noted that the day had special significance in that it marked a new beginning for the 52 American hostages in Iran who were released and on their way home as the celebration was in progress. Tree planting started even before Israel became independent. An article from 1930 stated that the inauguration of Einstein Forest at Dilb, today in Kiryat Anavim, was planned by the Jewish National Fund to take place on Hamisha Asar Beshvat. The initial extent of the wood will be 10,000 trees. The German consul was among those to plant one of the first trees. One of the things that helped Israelis make the deforested and underdeveloped land bloom again is drip irrigation. Seen all over Israel, the thin pipes drip water to thirsty plants. Regulated by timers, they help irrigate crops in a region with little rainfall. The modern drippers were invented by Israeli engineer Simcha Blas and his son Yishayahu in the late 1950s. Born in Warsaw, Simcha Blas was a descendant of the revered rabbi the Vilna Gaon. On his mother's side, he was related to Rabbi Meir of Rothenburg, an important commentator on the Talmud from the 1200s. Jews had little rights in Germany at the time and were forbidden to leave. Rabbi Meir helped organize secret immigration from Germany to the land of Israel. He was arrested and imprisoned. According to tradition, a large ransom of silver marks was raised for him, but Rabbi Meir refused it for fear of encouraging the imprisonment of others. Simcha Blas was raised in the Gur Hasidic community and studied in Yeshiva before attending engineering school in Warsaw. As a Polish soldier, he took part in the Soviet-Polish War. In 1929, Blas moved to the land of Israel and lived on a kibbutz where he saw the problem of water shortages. He designed and installed advanced pumping stations throughout Israel. In 1937, the Mikorot Water Company was established by Jewish pioneers, and Blass was appointed chief engineer. In 1946, Blass planned the first water pipeline to the Negev, using pipes that had been used in London during the Blitz. The pipeline enabled the establishment of 11 new Jewish communities in the Negev, created in a single evening. It also brought water to Bedouin communities. Without the new Jewish communities, the Negev may not have been included in the United Nations map for the future state of Israel. 
according to the book Pollution in a Promised Land, an Environmental History of Israel, during the summer of 1946, the British imposed an 80-hour curfew on Tel Aviv and arrested scores of Zionist activists. Levi Eshkol, who by then was head of the Jewish Agency Settlement Division, sought a creative form of revenge. The night after Yom Kippur, he staged a lightning campaign, creating 11 new Negev communities on JNF lands. Blass was drafted to design the water delivery system. All the Mikorot team had to work with were tiny recycled 6-inch pipes that had been used in London during World War II to help firefighters counter the bombing attacks during the Nazi Blitz. Now the pipes were to wind past Beersheba and irrigate the desert. The project was completed before either the British mandatory government or the area's Bedouin could interfere. Only weeks before the outbreak of the War of Independence, a pair of pipelines connected the northern Negev desert to the center of the country. During the War of Independence, Blass designed anti-tank grenade launchers. After the war, he organized and headed the Water Supply Department at the Ministry of Agriculture. In 1956, Simcha and Yishayahu Blass began development on the project he is best known for, drip irrigation. The father and son team developed a plastic emitter. Although primitive versions of drip irrigation already existed in some countries, the Blasses developed a method where instead of releasing water through tiny holes that can easily be blocked by tiny particles, water is released through larger and longer passageways using friction to slow water inside a plastic emitter. They created the prototype in Kibbutz Hatserim. It was one of the first kibbutzim to break with the traditional commune style of life and start a for-profit business, that being the Natifim Drip Irrigation Company. Kibbutz Hatserim is located in Israel's southern Negev region and gets its name from the Bible in Deuteronomy, where it is mentioned Hatserim, villages, farmyards as far as Gaza. The community was established in 1946 by a group of young scouts who were then joined by the Tehran children, Polish-Jewish children, mainly orphans, who escaped Nazi-German occupation and were evacuated with several hundred adults to Tehran, Iran, before being repatriated to the land of Israel. It was from this kibbutz that Natifim became a global enterprise. By the 1960s, they were supplying countries around the world with their innovation. In the 1970s, they developed pressure regulation for the drippers. In 2007, they created low-flow drippers and over the years have won international awards for sustainability and water management. Every year on Tubishvat, Israel celebrates its care for nature and the environment and the innovation of the people that helped Israel survive and thrive. This has been a moment in Jewish history. For last year's show on the history of Tubishvat, visit benbreski.substack.com. Thank you to all the listeners, and shalom.